What community sounds like? Stay open. Hey guys, this is Chris from Tap the Craft. I want to tell you about a new partner that we have for the show, B Cups. B Cups is the world's first line of style-specific beer cups for people on the go. Whether by the beach, pool, hiking, or on the boat, B Cups are great for any place you can't use glassware. They're dishwasher safe, lightweight, BPA-free, recyclable, and so clear that they often get mistaken for glass. They come as four packs on Amazon.com, but two packs and variety packs are available on their website at bcups.net. That's B-C-U-P-S dot net. Go check it out. craft beer friends and welcome to another episode of tap the craft podcast i am denny loose coming to you from boise idaho and my partner in craft from tampa florida is the wells bro mr chris mckenzie how are you doing tonight i'm doing good denny how's the night going so far well it's going all right it's going all right i uh you know we got to eat some dinner before we record tonight which is always a positive thing and mm-hmm. got some beer in my glass i'm drinking some winter Ales from the shoot, some Jubilee, and enjoying it. How about you? Are you drinking something? Uh, of course, uh, I'm actually drinking Cigar City's Maduro, which is a uh, it's just a regular old brown ale, but it's a really good brown ale. All right, excellent. Actually, I, I think they they uh, won a medal with this with this beer at uh, GABF this year. Ah, all right. Well, Cigar City is still. I guess uh, making good beer. They seem to do pretty good. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Well, hey, do you have anyone joining you tonight? I do. So uh, over to over to my side here at the microphone is my wife Megan. So Megan, you want to say hi? Hi, all. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Megan, what's in your glass? Uh, let's see. Well, I uh, I took it easy on drinking the last couple of days, just coming off of a busy drinking weekend. But um, we actually went out to dinner tonight and uh, had a couple beers at a brewery before we even came home to to crack open some more. But uh, what's in my glass right now? My favorite beer of all time to the point where we will wait in line and keep going back in line to get it. It's a beer called Purple Puffs. It's a uh, Berliner, uh, like Blackberry Current Berliner that's uh, right here in uh, uh, Angry Chair Brewing that's right down the street from us. So oh, my favorite nice. beer. We literally, I think, bought the, we, the last time we stood in line, we ended up with, what, four, eight each or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we ended up with about 12, 12 or 16 bottles of this stuff. Yeah. It's the only thing I will stand in line for anymore. For part now, <laughs> just because I like it that much. So Nice. So Denny, Denny do, you have, uh, do you have someone with you, too? I do have someone with me. I have my lovely wife, Sarah. Why don't you say hi, Sarah? Hi. <laughs> and what is in your glass? I have peppermint tea tonight. <laughs> Whoa, very strong. A little shot of something special or just peppermint A little shot tea? of honey in it. <laughs> oh, okay. She's getting crazy tonight. Yeah. Getting really crazy tonight. Yeah, well, it, it just happens to be bad timing. We had a couple bad timing things. One, uh, we, we found out that Sarah got sick today. Uh, but she's still here. She's being a trooper, and we, you know, we want to go ahead and continue the show. 
and she's she's soothing her throat with some nice tea and honey. Uh, but the second thing is is that you guys are troopers too because you lost your internet, but you found a way to get online so that we can record this show. So, uh, hey, good 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 deal for sure. Well, the the dogs are powering the hamster wheel and keeping the internet <laughs> <Yeah>. running. <laughs> so as long as they keep running, we're gonna keep talking. All right. Yeah. Well, I, we we better not waste any time because we never know when they're gonna tire out and and you lose your juice. I don't know if we'll hear any squeaky toys squeaking in the background that we have in previous uh, shows. But. I, I know that in one of the last couple of episodes, I think we were talking about, I had a puppy in here with me and he squeaked on his, his squeaky toy a couple of times. And Megan got to hear that when we were listening to uh, <laughs> listening to the episode nice. uh, while we were cleaning the house or doing something. And she goes, was that? Was that a squeaky toy? And I was like, yeah, that was Z, the little, little puppy. <laughs> no no dogs joining us in the room tonight. No. Oh, okay. Well, we do have Maynard, or Maynard, Maynard. <laughs> Boris. He was our other cat. We do have Boris in here. He's with us acting yeah. kind of playful. So Yeah, so you might hear some meows and some, uh, you know, Things wanting attention. Getting knocked off. Yeah, usually I have my <laughs> office door closed because I don't want to disturb the rest of the household, which is Sarah and the cats. And uh, sometimes he'll get a little upset and he'll scratch the door while I'm recording. But now he's inside here with us and hopefully it won't disturb too much of our show. Yeah, I think I'd take the cat sitting around and the dogs. Knocking <laughs> <so>. yeah. <laughs> I think they'd keep us on our toes a little more in here. If we oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's get into the show. Before we do that. Let's just talk about what Tap to Craft Podcast is all about for all of our new listeners out there, because I know we probably have at least, you know, one, maybe two new listeners. But Tap to Craft Podcast is an educational podcast. We focus around celebrating all things craft beer. We want to help all of our great listeners along in their craft beer journey. And as we've said before, it doesn't matter if you're new to craft beer or well-experienced, there's always going to be something that you're going to find useful in the show and you're listening to episode 112 we are recording on monday november 5th 2018 and in this episode we're setting out on an adventure to discover the craft beer journeys of our lovely brides that's why we have megan and sarah on the show we want to find out their take on their craft beer journey and you know how they got started and how it's uh you know come along over the years and of course, you can count on some great beer conversation along the way. Now, we do have a Trek Brewing update. We have a big update. Uh, we had a voicemail from Mr. John Ream. He left us a voicemail. So we'll go ahead and we'll listen to that voicemail right now. And then I'll go ahead and fill in on some extra stuff. Hello, Denny and guest. This is uh, your favorite host, John Ream, calling in. First time, long time, you know. But I uh, figured I'd give you guys an update. Uh, you did mention our, our grand open date on the last episode, November 23rd. Thanks for the criticism. Uh, not uh, caring at all about your opinions. Um, but uh, we're going to have a great time that day and uh, doing ribbon cutting, supporting some local charities. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but, yeah, we were getting some beer off the 15-barrel uh, system. Uh, so far, everything is turning out on the first try, which uh, is incredible. And uh, never would have thought that would happen. But, uh, yeah, um, Thrilled Female and Pale Ale are now on tap from that system. Uh, it's 
been awesome having uh, no anxiety over running out of beer every weekend. Uh, the Red Ale is uh, going to get kegged up this week. We got IPA on the way. It's freshly dry hop, and I just brewed vanilla stout. So still cranking away on the pilot system, uh, doing a whole bunch of new beers. Uh, so we'll have a bunch of that stuff on Grand Open, hopefully, if it's ready. Uh, but otherwise, we're just uh, powering through, knocking things out, and uh, having a great time doing it. So uh, still enjoy listening to podcasts. Hopefully, I'll be back on soon. And I want to give a shout-out uh, to our buddy, Mark Church, who was just in track today celebrating his birthday. So happy birthday, Mark. And uh, thanks for uh, continuing to support us. Awesome uh, having you and Heidi in all the time. So cheers, fellas. All right, so that's good news from John. He is brewing up a storm on his 15-barrel system, and so far all the beers that he's been brewing has turned out good. That's great. He wasn't expecting not to have at least a couple dumpers in these in preparing his uh, his brew system, so that's good news. Plenty of beer on hand, not going to run out. That's a good thing, too. And, of course, they are looking forward to their grand opening on Black Friday and... As he mentioned in the in the uh, voicemail, happy birthday to Mark Church. He seems to spend a lot of time at Trek Brewing, and that's good. John needs a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but you know what? John and I were also chatting, uh, you know, be, beyond just a voicemail, and I I was chatting to him about one of the beers that Mister Mark Church checked into. It was called it was a brown IPA called Smash Homeless homelessness and this is a beer that he brewed up especially for his giving back to the community that you know that's part of their mission of the whole trek brewing is one of the things they want to do with trek is to give back to the community and so they they have these uh, benefits that they do where they donate uh, some of the profits from the beers to to uh, different services and uh, so this one's a brown ipa and what was curious is i was i wanted to find out when it, when it said smash, smash is, means uh, single malt and single hop. So this is a brown IPA that's made with one type of hop and one type of malt, which is very unique because a lot of times, you know, for one thing, brown IPA is not a style that I'm really familiar with. I mean, what really? What's the difference between a brown IPA and an American brown ale? Uh, and John explained it to me. He said that this, because I asked him, I said, what's the difference? Is it just a brown IPA or a brown L and he said no it's this is uh he made this beer with the red X malt and he was showcasing the Amarillo hop along with it and he said that this is not as malty as a brown ale but it's more like an IPA with just a little bit of toastiness added in there so there you go that's that's what this uh, beer is it sounds pretty uh, up my alley of a beer that I would like to drink how about anyone else is anyone else yeah I'm intrigued by that that the thought process of a brown ale and an IPA in there. And yeah. I'm curious to see what that would taste like. Sounds delicious, though. Yeah. Yeah. Brown ales are one of my favorites, too, so that would be a really good beer. <laughs> yeah, we're getting, well, I know you guys are obviously into the colder temperatures. It's a, it was a balmy or a, a freezing cold, what, 82 today is our high here in Florida. So we don't get as many of the uh, the fall fall fun to be able to have some more of your your deeper your brown ales and you know of course your porters and all that good stuff so it's not going to stop me from drinking i'm I'm still going to drink it yeah i could be 85 and i'd still drink it so (laughs) (laughs) well good well good all right so that's pretty much the update from trek brewing let's get into some beer related 
activities. And Chris, uh, last few shows, it's been pretty light on your side. So what do you know? Do you, did you actually have a good re- beer-related event you want to chat about this time? Not a specific event, but kind of uh, a long weekend. We recently spent oh, what, three, four days um, up in the Blue Ridge Mountains in Georgia. Uh, we, with some friends of ours, rented a really nice three-bedroom, three-bathroom cabin. You know, we were roughing it with a hot tub and Wi-Fi and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and then um, we were able to check out a couple of breweries. We were in the town of Blue Ridge, Georgia. So we were right up by the Tennessee border uh, for there, but we were able to check out a couple of breweries. One was um, just called Blue Ridge Brewing, um, and the other one was uh, Fannin Brewing, which was Fannin is the county that we were that we were in. And uh, I got to say, out of the two of them that we were able to try, Fannin made some pretty spectacular beers. And, and of course, in in true, I don't know. Chris and Megan fashion, we packed enough beer just in case the apocalypse happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. um, we had a case of just, you know, random stuff from Cigar City. And um, I think we had a couple things from from Hidden Springs, uh, but we packed an entire cooler full of different bottles and things like that. And I feel like we brought home more than we actually took with us. Well, we didn't expect, well, I don't know, in true fashion, if Mackenzie fashion, we, uh, we, of course, we vacation where the breweries are at, mm-hmm. always. So we have to find breweries, at least one, to travel <laughs> anywhere. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed the breweries there. So you went with another couple. Were they from Tampa also, or did you meet them on the way? No, so they live in uh, Kissimmee, so, which is uh, just outside of Orlando. It's where Disney World is. Okay. And uh, we've, been, we've actually been planning this trip for about, what, six months? Seven yeah, six, months? seven months, yep. And... Um, Finally, it came time to go, and and uh, one of them, one of the one person out of the couple is not so much into beer, and then the wife of the couple is. Oh, uh, so so what we always do is we'll go to breweries. He'll grab a cigar and just hang out while we sit and drink beer. Oh, yeah. okay. Chris is a uh, combination. I think Chris and I are uh, doing what we normally do as far as uh, bringing people on along the uh, craft journey way. And uh, I think uh, we're making her into a little bit of a beer aficionado oh, as we go here. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, so, so much so that she actually started her, uh, her own Instagram page all related to beer. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you'll have yeah. to... Uh, direct me to her uh, user so I can follow along in her craft beer journey for sure. Okay. So um, you posted a very funny, I mean, I don't know if it was meant to be funny, but I got a good <laughs> chuckle out of a photo that was that you guys printed where uh, each, the, the guys and the gals uh, were, were wearing the same outfit. Uh, the girls were wearing the same, looked like they were wearing the same outfit, and the guys were wearing the same outfit. It was this Something planned or total coincidence. Yeah, total yeah. Co- <laughs> I, woke, I woke up one morning and I looked at I looked at my buddy Manning and I went, "Wow, you're wearing the same shirt." No, it was actually it wasn't really planned. Uh, we actually bought the shirts while we were in Georgia. Yeah, okay. the, I will say, being in the mountains of Georgia uh, and walking around, you notice there is an excessive amount of uh, a flannel that's yeah. being had. <laughs> so uh, when in Rome, right? We yeah. uh, mm-hmm. got some uh, matching flannel and. Ran down to the Walmart, grabbed yeah, some flannel shirts, and I, I will say that uh, you were, you looked like a pretty good bounty 
man or or maybe a, a lumberjack. <laughs> brawny. Brawny. Yeah, brawny. That's it. Brawny. Oh yeah, he's got he's gonna clean up some serious messes with uh that plaid. <laughs> <laughs> Go get me my axe. Okay, yeah. So did you? Uh, so at those two breweries, was there any one or two beers? You know, uh, you know, maybe one each of you guys that really enjoyed that was like, wow, this beer is awesome. It hits everything I enjoy. Or was the beer just yeah, it's good beer, and that was it. Wow. I don't know. I think Fannin was, uh, it's Fannin, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fannin, every, we got, you know, we kind of tried everything, I think, basically. Literally just said, give Um, me one of each. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, across the board, all of their beers were really solid. Mm -hmm. Um, they're all good. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just, and it's just a small brewery. You know, I love the fact that it was just a simple brewery. One guy behind, it wasn't even really a bar. It was a, a little spot that had all of the, uh, the tap handles and it was really it was really more of a warehouse where that just had like maybe a a four by eight kind of room where he had a rolling cooler that had taps on it oh (laughs) he was pouring out of that and uh if he had to do any dishes he had to gather up all of his dishes and go into the wash sink in the back of the brewery behind this room where he was pouring beer from um and it and like Megan said, it was really small, nothing, nothing fancy, just really good, solid beer. And we had anything from um, a wheat wine, which oh, I know yeah. was one of Megan's favorites. Yeah, yeah I, I love wheat wine because mm-hmm. it was using. A, I think it was using local honey in the wheat yeah. wine, and then um, a wheat wine, a hef, um, an IPA, which was really good, um, a porter. I mean, he he covered a lot of different styles. Uh, as far as different beers go, and each one of them uh, was just really, really good. So hopefully they uh, they keep that up because uh, that's the guy was good at brewing beer. Yeah, as okay. far as I mean, you know, I would say his uh, his beer rivaled some of these uh, larger scale breweries. I mean that we have in our area. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good. Well, that sounds like a great trip. I I did see that the cabin you were staying at was pretty nice. And you, like you said, you had all the amenities, so it wasn't like you were roughing it too bad. Well, I mean, the power did go out for about eighteen hours. Yeah. Ooh. So we had, we had. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, we had gas fireplaces to keep it warm, uh, <laughs> but we were on a well system, so we didn't have water for a while. Either. Yeah. Oh wow. We were we were roughing it in a fancy cabin with yeah. uh for a little bit there, you know. <laughs> okay. But well, you know what was important though, we could still access our beer, and we could you know go down and get some more ice and. Continue. We're like, well, if anything, the like, beer's going to be cold. So. Yeah. Working on that. And, and at least it wasn't like horribly cold, right? It wasn't like, you know, in the 30s or anything, was it? It, it dipped into the 30s one night, but that night was when every, all the power had come back on and everything. Okay. Yeah. That, we were also in the hot tub, too, so it didn't, it didn't hurt. Yeah. Wait a minute. The hot tub had power? <laughs> but no, so when, when it was really cold out, uh, we had power back on. Oh, okay. So, so, like, the first night, we were like, oh, let's get in the hot tub because, you know, we're in, in the cabin now. I think the power went out when we were in the hot tub the it first did. time. And that yeah. wasn't creepy at all. But, <laughs> um, mind, mean, you, mind you, we're, what, half an hour away from town up in the mountains off, off a dirt road. Chris had to take our dog mobile up the up the creaky sides and hill. My and, minivan did amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said no one ever. No, I'm <laughs> I love that, man. I never thought I'd ever say that. Yeah, right. 
Um, no, it, it was about 20, 25 minutes to get from our cabin to the main road through town. It was, uh, there were a couple of sections where you just had to get enough ground speed to make it up a hill. Okay. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And driving at night was probably not advised through the mountains, but yeah. Yeah. Any bears? Smell bears. Yeah. Well, we were hiking. Yeah. Traces of bear. Traces of bear. We realized what we were smelling until we did a little research. And (laughs) yeah, black bears are pretty, I think, pretty common there up Mm -hmm. in the mountains. And uh, saw plenty of deer, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nice. Absolutely. Nice. Did you bring any dogs with you or is this dog free? No, it was dog free. But uh, oddly enough, on the last day when we were packing up the van to leave, uh, the owner lived down the hill about 10 minutes. And uh, the owner's dog likes to wander through the woods, and he came up to see us off. Oh, oh. nice. So it wasn't completely dog-free. No, not entirely. <laughs> Fortunately, you know, he had, a, he had a tag on, an ID tag. So we saw his phone number. We called and said, hey, we just want to make sure, uh, you know, your dog's okay being out here. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's my dog. I own that cabin. And thanks for staying there. And we're like, okay, great. He's just going to – and he hung out there on the porch until we left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. A good time. We're mm-hmm. we're itching to go back. So. Mm-hmm. All right, good. But well, we didn't do anything too spectacular. We did go to a few breweries. Uh, I had a friend, uh, one of the, my coworkers, were doing a project together. Uh, he he was here for a couple weeks, and I, he, you know, he he asked, "Hey, can you take me out to a couple of these, you know, Boise uh, breweries that I keep hearing about and try some beer?" I said, "Of course we will. We we'll go out Saturday." So Sarah and I. Uh, you know, met met him down at the the White Dog Brewery, and uh, we had some. We, I mean, we had some beers, we had some food, we had some dessert. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, in fact, there was this cheesecake that uh, I had a slice of that was made with uh, their stout, and uh, it was it had. I mean, it had a pretzel like a pretzel crust. Uh, it, I mean, it, I don't know. It, it was just fantastic. I, it was a really good cheesecake. And the beer was fantastic. Again, I've I've talked about White Dog many times. They're really knocking it out of the park here in the in the Boise area. Uh, Sarah, what what beer did you have that you really enjoyed while we were at White Dog? Well, that was my first time at White Dog because I haven't been able to go to any before. My favorite one was their Scottish Ale. Mm. Oh, it was really good. But I did start off with the Stout, and that was pretty good too. I enjoyed that one. But I'd have to say the Scottish Ale was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. The Stout was a, a dry Irish Stout, and they do a pretty good dry Irish Stout. Actually, I like that one a lot. Sarah had, I think she drank half of the, the glass, and then she <laughs> gave it to me because she wanted the Scotch Ale. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'll drink it. So I had uh, I had a couple New England IPAs that uh, I'll talk about one of them uh, when we talk about our new and noteworthy. And then I had a, a sample flight of four beers and then i had the half of the uh of the uh, irish stout that sarah didn't drink so i had a pretty good first outing there we we started there and we moved on to clairvoyant brewing again i've talked about clairvoyant a number of times on the show fantastic beer and then there we just went with one beer we already had a pretty good amount of beer before we went there we met up with another friend our, our buddy adam and his son showed up and we had uh, some more beers I think I only had one beer when yeah, we were there, right? I think only one. Yeah, only one. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> either one or two. I might have had two. No, we we had <laughs> one. Uh, you and know then, what? I think Adam bought me a beer. I think okay. I had one with uh, Tile bot and then one Adam bot. 
Okay, that might have been. So, I just had one. Sarah, Sarah had one, and honestly, I I cannot recall the beers I had right now off the top of my head. Uh, that, that was uh, you know a week ago, so it's I hard. I think I had the brown ale. Did you have the brown ale? I had the brown ale because okay. that's always a good fallback if I don't know what I want to get. I usually yeah. take a brown ale or a Scottish ale. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. good. We had a, we had a good outing. Um, so that's always fun. But uh, anything else you want to say about? No. No, okay. I think it. You know, yeah, we had a good time, and we love drinking our beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's get it, let's get into some new and noteworthy beers that we had. So, Chris and Megan, why don't you guys start off with with the beers that you had, you know, really enjoyed and want to share with our listeners? All right. So I'll start out with a couple of mine, and. Um... All three of these came from when we were in Georgia. Now, they didn't come from Georgia, but uh, they we brought these with us either from my personal, whatever I had in, in the house, or uh, what our friends brought. So the first one was going to be from Untitled Art, was their Horchata Stout. And uh -oh. that one, four and a half caps. Wow. Uh, and that was, um, you know, Horchata is like, uh, if you've ever had it before, it's kind of like a cinnamon milk. Uh, it's almost very dessert-like. Okay. Um, it's like, believe... is it like a Mexican chocolate type thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the cinnamon chocolate. Um, and it's almost like a, a milky texture. So I believe the beer was a uh, a milk stout base. Um, and then as really as easy as it was to drink, it was uh, it was a really high ABV beer. Um. I want to say it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 12%. Wow. Is this, uh, in, is this one of your uh, Tavor? No. No. Uh, so actually our friend Tina, who, uh, like I said, we've, we've kind of pushed her into the craft beer world. Um, she's found herself a really good bottle shop near where she works, and she goes and picks up a couple of things here and there. So she actually brought this one. Okay. Um, yeah, so this is a milk stout. It's 10% ABV. And then I can't find any other notes on it. All I know is my notes was I liked it, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, at, at that point, I had probably had a few, so you know, I wasn't really taking notes. Um, next one was going to be from Firestone Walker. It was going to be their Bravo, uh, which is their Imperial Brown Ale it's from 2017. This one was from uh, my Tavor shipment, which I just got another one in, by the way. Two boxes, didn't you this yeah, time? I, I need help. <laughs> drinking all the beer. I need help drinking all the beer. Let's make that very clear. Um, and I rated that one a four and a half cap as well. Um, that one was a little on the boozy side, but not hot. Uh, but man, that that one again was just way too easy to drink, and that was that was a double digit beer as well. Um. And then from right here in Tampa, Brew Bus Brewing. Mm. They have a red ale called Rollin' Dirty that they actually added some vanilla to. So, oddly <laughs> enough, they call it Vanilla Rollin' Dirty. Um, uh, that, that's an odd, that, that's kind of an odd mixture, right? Uh, vanilla and red ale? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic, though. I'm not, I'm kind of hit or miss on red ales. I think, you know, I like them, but it's, sometimes they're not, you know, not my first go to. But mm. this, uh, with the vanilla in there, I drink a lot of those in Georgia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> good. Easy drink. Yeah. yeah. And that one got a 4.25 caps. Okay. No, no fives this time. 
No, I, I feel like I'm really being stingy with the fives. I haven't given out a five cap since that uh, Mother Earth, uh, that stout with the raspberries. Yeah, the summer. That was good. That, of Mother Earth, yeah. yeah that was that, good. That one was so good. Um, and oddly enough, I'm heading up to Raleigh uh, tomorrow. I leave for Raleigh, North Carolina tomorrow. And I believe Mother Earth Brewing has a facility in North Carolina. No, it's the it's it's a different brewery. So we talked about this uh, because there is two different Mother Earth Brewing, and they're not—they're not, they're not uh, the same brewery. And one's on the East Coast, and then the one that we have out here is in Nampa, Idaho, which is right down the street from us. And it's—it's uh, it's home based out of Point Loma, California, or somewhere in California. So that's the—the the only two locations. Uh, for the Mother Earth that you are familiar with is is over here on the West Coast. So, sorry. But try out the other one and find out if they make good beer, too. I'm not going now. You're not going? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've got the North Carolina one. I've got theirs pulled up now uh, in Kinston, North Carolina, which, I don't know. I'll have to look that up here in a second. Um, but yeah, so I'm sure we'll find some North Carolina beer while I'm there too. Well, when I travel by myself, I end up bringing back beers, so maybe you'll be nice and bring back some <laughs> <beer>. <laughs> in this case. Maybe. It, you yeah, know, Megan, you're you're actually was called the beer fairy last episode. Yeah, I. Uh, it's it's funny because he 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 tries to tell me, oh, you don't need to bring back beer. Why not? When we're in the area in which we. Uh, you know, we have some local breweries. This is why I married her. Yeah, when, uh, <laughs> when we lived in Ohio that we absolutely love. So every time I go back there, um, I, yeah, I always make sure I have a suitcase with extra space or I actually will, we used to pack an extra suitcase mm-hmm. just to bring beer back. Um, and I have it down to a science now. I have it, you know, <laughs> wrap it with bubble wrap, you know, get it all nice and secured in between the clothes, makes it back every time. So in this nice. time, I brought cans and bottles back because there were some of our, uh, some of the beers uh, were in cans that I couldn't pass up on. So, well, good, good. So, Chris, there you go. You have to bring beer back for Megan. Well, I mean, now I don't. Now I now I know why I packed the suitcase that I did because the suitcase that I have packed is only one whole side looked open. One, one side is completely <laughs> empty, and the other side has clothes in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the dirty clothes just wrap around, and you're good to go. I have. Yeah. Well, good. I'll send you with some bubble wrap if you'd like me to, just in case. Okay. <laughs> so, Megan, you want to talk about a couple of beers that you got to try since uh, since we went on a couple of trips and stuff? Uh, sure. Um, as far as like as far as what I drink compared to what Chris drinks, I'm getting him to try a lot more of the sours, but I'm more of a sour kid. More sour, the better. Um, so, one of the beers that we had. Um, was by uh, Urban Family Brewing. It's called Blue Waves. It's a blueberry sour ale. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, fantastic. Um, anything, I mean, like I said, I love the sour ales, but this in particular, and I think we had two of these, and I think they came from Tavor, if I remember correctly. Um, but it was funny because I was looking in uh, on on Tapped, and uh, and I found that I had actually tried this beer. I think it was this beer um, about a year ago. Uh, two years ago, even I think, um, and didn't even remember I'd tried it, mm. but had given it pretty high marks then, and uh, definitely high marks now. Um, really, I, I don't know, Chris, you've had it before too. I think Chris rated it a little bit lower than I would. <laughs> um, you can tell he's yeah, he's a little more partial to uh, or 
he doesn't like the sours quite as much as I do. Yeah, I don't, I don't just hand out those caps. <laughs> he gave it a 3.5, I think I saw here. That's um, good for I, him, for sours. Yeah. That's well, good. yeah, they, right? That's what I said. He's he's opening up to some more sours. We're getting him to like it a little bit more. But, um, yeah, that was a good good one. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, of that brewer company that we went to, the, the Fan and Brewing, I definitely liked that wheat wine ale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember. I probably have tried one before, but hadn't remembered. Um, but it, you could definitely taste that honey that kicked through. Um, and I loved the fact that it was kind of locally sourced honey. So it was it was a really easy drink as well. Nice. Um, yeah, it went down a little bit too easy. I think if I would have had a larger glass of that or two, it could have been slightly problematic. But we baby stepped in with that. But it was it was a really good beer as well. Oh, good. Yeah. Other than that, I would say, you know what I hadn't had in a while that we had today? Um, kind of mentioned it, but we... Um, we went out to Tampa Bay Brewing Company this evening, um, had dinner before we came back here. Um, and they had a, uh, peach Rattler on. Oh, nice. Which, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I hadn't had a, a Rattler, I think in, the last time I remember, I think it was probably about two years ago. And I really remember liking it. And it definitely had, you know, Chris, Chris is a big peach fan. Uh, so of course he had to try it, but, um, <laughs> really, uh, really easy drink too. And you could definitely taste that, uh that peach that kicked through as well so ah sweet yeah, some good stuff yeah that sounds great sounds great it was pretty tasty so denny what uh what about some notable new and noteworthy beers for you okay i have a few um i i also i received uh, a tavor shipment uh just last friday and i've drank a few beers in this crate most of the beers are ipa heavy i do have some uh, black lagers in there and some stouts and stuff. Uh, I'll be honest with you though. So far, it's been just average beers, and which I'm not used to. Usually, when I I order from them, I I, I pick stuff out that is like superb, super great, fantastic. Uh, I I feel like I may have I've missed on a couple of these IPAs, but there was one that we'd had uh, just uh, Saturday. Friday, Friday, I think. Friday? I think it was Friday. I think Friday we had it. Friday night. And this was from Noble L Works out of California. And I, I hadn't had any Noble L Works before, but I heard good things about them. And this is this was called their Citra Showers Double IPA. And uh, Sarah and I, we split this 16-ounce uh, can together. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, it was very, very enjoyable. I gave it a four and a quarter cap rating in my scale on Untapped. Sarah? I would have probably given it closer to a five because I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and I am I think my favorite IPAs are the double IPAs, so those I really enjoy. But it was I, I think you mentioned when you were drinking it how smooth this one was. Oh, it was for so the, smooth. You couldn't even tell it was a double. Yeah. For the amount of alcohol and I I don't remember how much alcohol it had in it, but you know, it's a double IPA, so it it was up there a little bit. I mean you really couldn't tell that it was that it was, uh, you know, high in alcohol, and it had a very nice, I mean, a, a very nice citrus and. Uh, the citrus and hops just blended so yeah. well; it was just very smooth. Yeah, very smooth and very tasty. So it was that was one that I really enjoyed. I'm glad we got. We have another can of that to drink, so we'll be enjoying that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, that was the one, the one Tavor that uh, that I got in my latest crate. 
uh, that that really stood out. I, there'll be more. I haven't gone through very many. I think I've drank five, five or six of the beers, and I have 28 beers in there. So I've got a few to go through to to find some special ones uh, in this crate. I'm not giving up. I'm going to say that the last, you know, the last uh, two thirds of this crate are going to be fantastic and and excellent. And one of the beers that is in this crate was one that you were drinking last show, Chris. Uh, the Hop and Frog Fresh Hop IPA or double that IPA. That was in your crate? Yeah. Yeah, I ordered it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. love that you can get Hop and Frog through there. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I pretty much try to order every Hop and Frog beer that comes through because uh-huh. I really enjoy their smart. beer. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they make really, really – I would say for them um, – like I said, any of the beers, I, I can kind of look at their menu and, and just see what bombers they have and just really pick anything, and it's usually going to be pretty good. I don't know that I've had a had a beer there I don't like, honestly. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, look forward to uh, me reviewing or you know commenting on that one on the next show because I'll probably drink it this this week. Well, sometime this week I'll, I'll drink it. I want to get it fresh. Uh, so then – uh, we did also go out for the, uh, we, you know, to say goodbye to my buddy when he was heading back to Israel. Uh, last Thursday night, we went to Tin Barrel Brewing, and uh, I hadn't been to Tin Barrel. We have, you know, we have a local Tin Barrel pub here that that brews their own beer, and and you know, I hadn't been there for quite a while. I'll tell you what, I had a few beers there, and all of them I really enjoyed. But the one I want to talk about that really stood up above the rest was their critical coconut imperial stout oh that sounds delicious that yeah. sounds fantastic yeah. <laughs> it, you had this, me at coconut yeah yes. and this was not light on the coconut you can you know some pe- sometimes you get a coconut ale or you know stout or brown ale or whatever and you just you just can't taste a coconut in there they didn't roast it enough and or something didn't happen where that coconut that roasty coconut flavor doesn't come through no this one you tasted, uh, you, you tasted that chocolate uh, character from the malt. You tasted that that roasted coconut. It had a very thick, uh, you know, viscous mouthfeel and body to it. Man, I, I'll tell you what, I really enjoyed this beer. Uh, now, again, because like Chris, I'm trying to be a little bit more stingy with my my ratings. I did only give it a four cap rating, but that doesn't say that it's not. A really good beer. I really enjoyed it, um, but uh, I, I I'm trying to tone down. I'm really saving my five caps for ones that I just you know are over the top, uh, out of this world. I think we're going to have to go back to Tin Barrel this weekend. We're going to have to try that coconut. <laughs> All right, we can do that. I'll Order. go back. I'll yeah. go back. You know, I've I found that my uh, my five caps have a tendency, or my uh, cap numbers have a tendency to get I get it get a little bit more generous with them. Mm-hmm. The more beers I have, yeah, <laughs> you can yeah. tell when I've gone to a brewery or a beer event because the beer events, especially, it, it, it yeah. So so it's funny you say at beer events because I typically will rate like the first I try not to rate the first beers too high because I don't want to overrate. So I'll I'll have a good beer, like the first beer I have at a beer festival, I'll like, ooh, this is really good, but you know what? I don't want to give it a high mark because there's a, so much more beer I'm gonna drink. I'll only give it four and a quarter rating. And then I'll go through and drink a bunch of beers and I'll realize do you know what? The best beer I had was that first beer that only <laughs> rated four and a quarter rating. I mean, so I'm the opposite. I I end up uh, 
not rating as high unless something really stands out above, you know, above the rest. I find that usually the first one or two choices, maybe the, like I think at the, at the Hoptober, um, festival, the first three beers I had were the best beers I had of all the, the hoppy, I, you know, IPAs stuff I had. The first three were the best. And then everything else was just okay. Now, maybe it's because my palate was getting a little bit fatigued with all those hops and all that, you know, fresh hop character that maybe it was still fresh when I had the first three. And after that, it just became numb. It could be. But, uh, but really the first, the first three were my favorite. And then everything else was just okay. Well, I have to agree because the first ones we tried were really good. Mm -hmm. But then we try all these other ones and then it, they just didn't quite have the combinations that we mm -hmm. wanted and they weren't smooth at all yeah and yeah. so we actually i actually kept going back to the first ones we tried <laughs> and they were delicious so i just think the rest of them weren't up to par yeah yeah that, that's true i mean you did go back and have uh one of them a second yeah a second time second or really, third time yeah, second yeah. Or third time so yeah sarah likes to drink good beer so she'll go she'll go and just get the one that she knows she likes <laughs> and enjoy it take yeah. a chance on because one of the beers, I totally forgot about the brewery. Denny goes, just don't go to their horrible beers. <laughs> so guess what I did? I go to the one that had the horrible beer, and I took a sip of it, and I'm like, oh, I can't even, I couldn't even gag it down. So, of course, Denny, you know, he drank it for me, and then I uh, went back and yeah, got the good beers. I drank it. Um, you know what? I, I, we mentioned Chris on the last episode. You know, I made you made a comment if there's any bad beer you just haven't drank enough of it and i said oh there's bad beer guess what uh sarah had a glass of a really bad beer and it, I, if i really should have just dumped it out and said you know what we took a loss but because each of those beers was like four dollars a glass i didn't want to waste the four dollars so i for drank like it three ounces yeah for, <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah I, I i took one for the group i gave her one of my tickets and then i drank her beer um you know, because I didn't want her, she only wanted to drink, she only wanted to drink five beers. So I didn't want her to have to drink one that was really bad and not enjoy herself. So I went ahead and took it, gave her my ticket and let her enjoy some, some good beer. Yeah. I think well, the one I have was... to, uh, oh, I was going to say, I have to say we had a bad beer this week, this, uh, on Friday. We did. Oh, we did. I almost drank it the whole way just because I felt <laughs> bad about wasting it. <laughs> <laughs> We had a we had a bomber out of our Tavor shipment that we drained we poured down the drain. Really? Wow. Yeah. Do you want to mention uh, you want to mention it? Do you I do. I do. It was from the Lost Abbey. Oh. And it was called Ten Commandments. Oh wow! And it was a spiced farmhouse ale uh, with bread. Mm -hmm. Which are two things. Two things that you have to hear in that farmhouse sale and bread. And bread, yeah. <laughs> will not drink. And I've tried it anyway. Bread, he will not drink it. He won't <laughs> like it. So I would have I would have probably continued through the beer, but um we'd had a couple other beers and um so I well, let them. Megan didn't like it first off, so I went well, okay. It was a little bit boozy. Mm -hmm. I would say it was a little boozy, which for me, depending on how many beers I've had or how my stomach is feeling during the day, um, boozy. If I smell it, I mean, of course, I smell beer before I drink it. Um, I'm usually I can tell if I'm going to like it or not. If it's boozy right off the handle or right off the smell, um, 
I'll still try it, but I usually am, or in Chris's case, he's waiting for me to make the Megan facial expression. <laughs> <laughs> it's too mm-hmm. busy for me. So, But then our friend Trey had some of it too. And he, he said, oh, this isn't, well, I mean, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, try, I tried taking another sip of it and I went, uh, you guys can have mine. And then Megan goes, I, 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 don't, I don't really like it. And Trey said, yeah, I don't either. I said, come on, let's just go get rid of this. We'll, <laughs> we'll sacrifice one to the drain gods and we'll just... You should have poured it outside for your homies. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a that's a big drain pour because those last Lost Abbey beers are not cheap. So you uh, you must have really not liked it. Okay, now I feel bad because we poured out <laughs> an expensive beer. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to give you up there, Chris. That, no. Oh, that's okay. He just ordered more beer. Like I said, there's there, when you get cases of beer all the time, it's you know, and I don't, I have no idea. I, I haven't picked them. Like he'll go through, and it's it's good because he started picking beers that he knows that I'll like. Mm-hmm. So it works out well for me because half that, you know, half that that case ends up being sours, which uh, you know. You're welcome. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy with it anyway. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's offsetting the. Uh, Actually, I honestly, I don't even know what, what you're spending on the beer. That's probably a good thing. But. That's a great thing, <laughs> by the way. No. Well, it's for a good cause, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, we justify it because you guys aren't going out to the breweries as much as you were. So, and you guys are tired. You guys are working long hours. You're, you're getting this business up and going and making it pop, you know, getting it successful. That takes time and effort. When you get done from a long day of working, 15, you know, 14, 15 hours, you don't want to go out. And, you know, and go to a brewery or whatever. You want to be able to sit back, relax at home, enjoy some beers. You know what? The money's worth it when you don't have to go anywhere. You can just have a nice, relaxing evening at home. Yeah, what he said. Yeah, I mean, that's typically, it's funny. um, You can tell, you can tell we've, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say aged, but we've uh, (laughs) We've matured matured in the fact that. you have. That if we do go to a brewery, it's it's funny. We only go to breweries during the week for the most part because Chris is like, oh, I don't want to go out to the breweries on the weekends or restaurants on the weekends. There's too many people around. So, yeah, he's definitely a – I think we're definitely people that like to sit at home, watch a hockey game, which has, you know, been hockey game and and good beer. So (laughs) that's what's been going on. Take that, Tom. Go Bolts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you're good. Oh, I was going to say, I got one more beer to talk about. And we've kind of, we've, we've definitely been doing well on this uh, new and noteworthy section. But I, uh, back at White Dog, I mentioned there was a, a, a hazy New England IPA that I really enjoyed. And this one is not only just a hazy New England IPA, it's a sour hazy New England IPA. It was called the Hazy Hop Tart New England IPA. It was good. And it was fantastic. I mentioned a couple shows ago that I had that combat wombat that I really enjoyed. Uh, this was not as strong as that beer as far as the tartness and the weird kind of uh, sour IPA flavor. I enjoyed that beer for what it was. This one was more exactly like you were eating a bunch of Smarties candies and you had a, in, a, in a beer. It had that, that tart. That you know that tart up front, little tartness, finishing off with a little bit of sweetness with the the fruity flavors, and then finishing off not too dry, but not bitter or 
or too sweet. It finished off just right in a nice IPA fashion. And uh, I really enjoy this beer. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to really look for some of these sour IPAs that just a, a half a year, a year ago, I said, well, what's up with these stupid sour IPAs? They suck. They're not. I just think people didn't know how to implement the sourness and the hoppiness together until now. Now they're starting to do it right, and now they're really starting to turn out, I mean, really fantastic. Have you guys, Megan and you especially, have you had any sour IPAs, kind of like a sweet tart type IPA that you have had and enjoyed? Um, I don't know. Chris, have I had some? I, I, honestly, I'm intrigued by it. The fact that um, you've got that there sour was, base in there. There was one from uh, Brew Bus that came in that tie-dyed can. Um, I know we've had a couple of sour IPAs, but I don't remember it being like a sweet tart kind of. Not too flavor. sour. If if mm-hmm. Chris said it was it was good, then it it couldn't have been too sour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. Yeah. It's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm intrigued by that. That's something I'm definitely gonna have to look into. Yeah, um, yeah. If I, it, especially if it has the New England IPA style on it, because those it, it's something with that tropical fruity haze you know that really juicy ipa without the bitterness that really goes well with the sourness if it's sour and bitter it's not in my opinion not good if it's and when i say sour i don't mean like sour sour it's just a little tartness it has a little tartness with the little juicy tropical fruit character it really hits the spot really nicely and is really well done I think that was your friend's favorite too. He once yeah. he tried that one, he was like, "Oh my gosh, it's one of the best beers like he's ever had." Yeah, yeah, and that's what's funny is that I I didn't I grabbed a pint of it before he got there, and I I told him, "Yeah, I'm drinking this this uh, sour IPA. I don't know if you'll like it, but it's worth trying. I think you should try it just to see what it's like." So we ordered four beers, all the ones that that I suggested that had a variety of styles, and as he went from Beer to beer, he was like, ooh, I like this one. Oh, that's pretty good. And then you go to the next one, ooh, I like this one better. And you go to the next one, ooh, this is my favorite. And then by the time he got to the last one, which was this beer, he said, wow, by far this beer is my favorite. And he ordered a whole pint of it and really enjoyed it. And he wanted to go back over and over again throughout the week to go drink this beer more and more. So, I mean, and, and I and I went up in the, into the styles. You know, I, I had a... There's this one beer that White Dog does called the River Ale, and this River Ale is a hybrid lager ale. And I've talked about it on the show before, and I had it and fell in love with it. At the same time, uh, one, of, one of my podcasting friends, Nathan Thomas, uh, he, he was in town, and we met at White Dog, and that's the first time I had it. He loved the beer. I love the beer. It's a perfect beer to take out on a boat, take on the river, take out wherever you're at, and and drink without feeling like it's a heavy weight down beer. It's easy to drink. It's refreshing. It's going to cool you off as you're doing your thing. Um, he started off with that one and said, yeah, this is nice, but it was not very flavorful. So he, I, it was probably his least favorite. And I started off with that. I went into, um, I don't know, I had a couple IPAs. I had a Brute IPA that he liked. Uh, he liked that one was the second to last one before the hop. And he had, uh, oh, he had a Scotch Ale. Mm-hmm. I gave him the scotch, so I went River Ale, Scotch Ale, Scotch Ale a little bit more malty, no hops, and then went to the Brute IPA, which he really enjoyed, and then he fell in love with this hop tart. So it was a it was a nice 
variety of, of beer styles for him to try and and for him to come out with the uh you know with with kind of the the hazy hop tart new england ipa was pretty amazing to me that that's the one he he fell in love with so yeah pretty pretty good pretty good uh, we have to buy more buy more beer crust let's not get carried away yeah yeah hey if you have to adventure I might go on a beer adventure while he's in uh, North Carolina. You I should. Go on a, a little beer search. Well, actually, uh, her and Amanda have been texting back and forth because I believe Amanda is supposed to be here. Uh, actually, the, the days that I'm gone, Megan and I were, were supposed to be in North Carolina together, but um, I believe Amanda was going to be here for work. So Megan and Amanda might be going on a beer adventure. Well, you, uh, you have to make that happen because you will have a lot of fun with yeah, her. Because She's a neat they, yeah, Amanda and, and Kevin are fantastic people, yeah. and you will for sure have a good time. Even if it's just Amanda by herself, don't worry. She's a blast to be with. You guys will make a perfect pair. Go out and have some fun. Yeah, yeah. I figure she's here. Take her to some of our or meet up at one of the one of our many breweries that we have here that are fantastic. Oh, yeah. So you, you're going to go on a beer adventure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, you can't go wrong. There's all, we have all good solid breweries here. Yeah. Okay. They're all very close to our house. I'll need some selfies and some videos. You guys, some videotape <laughs> video, you guys uh, having fun. I want to, I want to live vicariously through you guys. That's mandatory. Yes. Mandatory. That's, <laughs> That's part of being on the show. Yeah, if you go anywhere with any of our listeners, there has to be gratuitous selfies and, you know, just... And a couple of That's My Jams. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've spouted that out in a while. <laughs> well, there's always time to get started. Right. Uh, all right. Well, hey, let's move on because we're having a lot of fun, but we don't want the show to last too, you know, uh, you know I, I don't want your... Uh, your your cell phone rates to go out of the out of the park with this call. Are you are you using you're using a hotspot? Is that you have enough uh, unlimited data? We have um well we have for both of our business iPads um two separate um lines I think for those ones. So okay. it's all going to come out of the same account. Well, but I, I I've been watching kind of our Wi-Fi pop up up on and off on our phone. So I mean it's back on now, but it was back on now about ten minutes ago and then it shut off and okay. came back on and okay well let's just carry let's carry on then okay all right hey chris it's time for our b cup contest um we only got one voice well we got two voicemails we got john it doesn't count he's part of the crew he can't get he can't win but we had one other person that decided they wanted to leave us a voicemail that was that was our our buddy craft beer joe out of cincinnati um, which we'll play his, uh, you want to play his voicemail now? Yeah. Okay. So, the, the we're going to play Craft Beer Joe's voicemail now. Here's what he had to say. Hey, Captain Craft. It's Craft Beer Joe. Just wanted to give you guys a quick call and thank you for all the love goes in my way and for all the great beer knowledge that you continue to share with us every couple of weeks. I really appreciate the podcast that you guys do. It's always informative and a lot of fun, and I really hope that uh, you guys can make it down to Cincinnati sometime, and if you do, first round's on me. Keep up the great work, and look to talk to you soon. Bye. Well, thank you, Craft Beer Joe. We appreciate your voicemail, and you are entered into the contest. Now, Chris, since Craft Beer Joe is the only one to enter, does that mean he wins by de facto, or are we going to extend this for another couple weeks, or do you want to just give him 
the the B cups. You know what? I think we should give Joe the B cups. Okay. Because um, you know, we we put out this this uh this contest on our last episode. So that that was one one way that people saw or heard that it was available. Two, uh I've actually sent out two messages on Facebook on our Facebook page saying, Hey, tonight well, last night, that's what it's Monday now. So last night by 11:59 you got to get in your voicemails and you know we see when people click on them and like them and things like that so <laughs> and i even reached out to a couple people personally and said hey if you uh if you want to win a four pack of b cups you got a good chance you gotta do. yeah that's all you got to do i said i said even go you can even go so far as to just leave us a ridiculous drunk dial here's the phone number yeah uh, and i even had somebody go i better get drinking <laughs> maybe they drank so much they forgot to leave a voicemail no uh, so yeah I, I i was thinking for sure amanda would have uh called in and, and left a nice drunk voicemail uh even our buddy chew your beer right he's he's left some great voicemails on a or four voicemails as you know as he was drinking and, and had a lot to say i'm but no, nobody, only Craft Beer Joe. So congratulations, Craft Beer Joe. You've just won yourself a set of four B cups. So go ahead and send us your mailing information and, uh, and your email address, and we will get that submitted, and you will have your B cups delivered, hopefully, soon. Yeah, so Joe, just go ahead and... Send us an email at tapthecraft at gmail.com. Make sure you send us your name, your address, and um, you know any other information that you find might be necessary. But we just need specifically your name, your address, city, state, zip code, so we can get those out to you. So congratulations. Okay. How about can he? Does he pick the uh, style of uh, set that he that he wants? Is that part of the option, or is this whatever they want to send? Uh, I believe it's going to be whatever they want to send, but okay. I think we're, we're just kind of defaulting into the IPA glasses. Okay. And honestly, to me personally, each of these glasses, I feel they are designed specifically for certain beer styles. I feel like me personally, they're going to do the exact same thing no matter what shape you you get. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So here's what I'm proposing, Chris. Let me know what you think. Um. Let's start the next contest that will be a prize winning uh, at the end of three months or whenever we give the next uh, set out. Is it three months, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. so we're doing one every quarter. Yeah. So let's go ahead and all the voicemails from this point on can be submitted for the contest for our next three months. And again, like Chris said last show, if you send us a great voicemail that we think deserves to, you know, to win the B cups, we will announce the winner at the end of the three months. And if there's a bunch of people that send great voicemails, then we will uh, put those names into a random number generator and we will have it select the winner for our next prize pack. And guess what? I guarantee Craft Beer Joe will have a review of these B cups on his website. And uh, so you should go check out his his blog at craftbeerjoe.com and and find out how nice these cups really are. You guys just don't know what you're missing out on. You had an opportunity 
to win these uh, cups and, and and you still have an opportunity for the next three months. So send your voicemails to area code 208-536-3359 or if you like to have an easier number, 208-53-ODDLY. Send us your voicemail. It could be anything. It could be your, you know, tell us your craft beer journey. Tell us what we're wrong and something we said. Tell us that you ask us a question or just give us our best little B cup and a, you know, play on words that, you know, about the B cup name. I love the name. I love jokes. Make me laugh and you can win. Okay. We have, uh, I have no Twitter poll again. I just couldn't think of anything. I was having too much fun yesterday to think about beer poll. So no Twitter poll, but we did get some feedback. Uh, we have a, a, a new a new person that has joined our Twitter. His name is Hunter Bjork, and he's at Hunter Bjork. And he mentioned on Twitter that he says, On the topic of candy pairings, a local chocolate shop makes a stout-flavored chocolate. So, of course, I had to try that out. The flavors matched really well. And he included a photo in his Twitter post that uh, had the, the you know two pieces of chocolate that he was uh, eating, along with a poured pint and the bottle of a New Holland Dragon's Milk Bourbon Barrel Age Stout. So, uh, you know what? I had to write back to him and say, this is a great idea. We have a local chocolate shop called, what, what's it the called, The Chocolate honey? Bar. The Chocolate Bar. Used to be <laughs> Sarah's favorite spot. In fact, she would go every week and pick up chocolate there. And get parking tickets, and I ended up paying a hundred dollar parking fine when she wouldn't yeah. tell me that she. Uh, I'd you know. forget to pay it. <laughs> so I'm thinking I need to hit up our chocolate bar, and find out if they're willing to pair up with one of our many local breweries to pair some chocolate with beer. And uh, I think that's a great, you know, make a make a chocolate with some beer. Uh, I don't know if it's possible, but hey, it's worth a shot. Hey, you know what? After that, uh, the, the one of the last shows that you guys did when you were talking about those candy pairings, mm -hmm. um, it got me intrigued as well. So, of course, you know, because Halloween just happened, yeah. we happened to have <laughs> some extra candy around. I think Whoppers and and and, uh, and beer has been a. I keep looking for all the Whopper. Okay, in there, <laughs> but the beer, which has been pretty good. So, what uh, did, what have you tried? Um, well, it's funny. I. And I think they even, you guys have not even talked about that you don't want to do sour on top of sour. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I remember something about the Sour Patch Kids. Um, but it's funny because to me, and again, this is because I absolutely love anything sour. Um, I was eating some sour Skittles with uh, a, a sour beer and, you know, very... There's a lot of saliva that does form in your mouth. You know it's, it's for a good cause. And, you know, the more sour, the better as far as I'm concerned. So, um, wow. but yeah, Skittles, you know what? I, I would say Skittles and, uh, and, and beers, Berliners specifically, mm -hmm. fantastic together. Okay. And, uh, and we get a lot of Berliners. We get Florida Weiss, as they like to call them here, um, with Skittles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you, if you ever get the opportunity to try a Berliner, um, poured over Skittles. Uh -huh. That's phenomenal. Okay. Um, I might try that. But we, <laughs> you, you'd had a couple of things. And then I, I think just the other day I was drinking um, a peanut butter stout or peanut butter porter from Belching Beaver uh -huh. while I was eating some Reese's peanut butter cups. I mean, uh -huh. that one was kind of no duh. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then while we were at the cabin, I think uh, we bought some some decent chocolate. Had some Ghirardelli uh, dark chocolates, and we were pairing them with different beers and things like that too. So definitely, um, yeah, I will uh, definitely be a a tester a tester for that test anytime. Up, yeah. yeah. Okay. Always can candy and and also uh, cookies and beer. I want to do an Oreo and uh, yeah. I did reach out, I did reach out to Brew Bus, the the brew one of the breweries near near us. I reached out uh, to their executive chef uh, who is in who runs the restaurant side of their of their brewery, and I said, hey, um, we were talking about this on the podcast, and I said, hey, this would be a really cool idea because Chad Lamasa he he had gone to that Oreo and beer pairing, uh, so I haven't heard anything back. But you know, it's at least a shot. Yeah, yeah, you gotta try. Gotta throw it out there for sure. It's for a good cause, so you know, yeah. I'm always up for eating Oreos for a good cause. As well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that that was all the feedback we got. Um, I, I was expecting more coming from the the whole candy pairing things. We did have a. Uh, I I did hear some some uh, random talk about. The, the the pairings uh, I, but I can't remember where I, I got that from but I think it was a hit that people enjoyed the the whole beer and pair, and candy pairing thing so hopefully we'll get more comments as as people try them for sure all right so uh, if our listeners out there want to contact the show with any comments or questions you can reach us through email at tap to craft at gmail.com or of course on Twitter just follow us at tap to craft and if we want, you know, Chris wants you to interact with him and me on Facebook. You can easily do that at facebook.com slash tap the craft. And as we mentioned already, we do have that voicemail number. You can get your voice heard on the show by calling 208-536-3359 or 208-53-ODDLY. And we want to thank Open Forum Radio Network for supporting the show. They provide the hosting space at openforumradio.com. And if you enjoy the content that Chris and I are putting out, then we know you'll find some other great content like the following. Thank you so much for listening to Tap the Craft with Denny, John, and Chris. Hey, and if you want to check out more great podcasts, check out the Open Forum Radio Network over at openformradio.com. We have such podcasts such as Open Forum Radio Proper, Facetious, Geeks for the Win, Gamer Husbands Radio, The OMG Hour, Gaming Vessels, Slash Attainment, and Conspiracy Otter. Hey, thank you so much for checking out Tap the Craft today, and please leave these fellas a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this great show. Hey, thanks again for listening. All right, now it's time for the Brew Buzz, and the Brew Buzz is devoted to discussing various beer-related topics, and this week we are going to dive in to our lovely ladies personal craft beer journeys and we want to find out what you know how you guys started out how you found craft beer and how you continued on in your journey and found other styles and moved up from whatever you started with to what you are now and the whole path in between we'll do that with just answering a few easy questions that I'm sure you know right off the top of your head what they are. So first off, for both of you two, uh, when did you first discover craft beer? I'm not talking just beer. I mean, when you found craft beer, beer that actually had good flavor that you didn't want to just drink to get drunk, you wanted to drink to enjoy. But who wants to start off? Oh, come well, on. Uh, you oh. want to go first? Oh, you go, go ahead. Um, let's see. Well, I don't know. Just, just the simple fact of, um, 
I was, I was kind of thinking about it and you think about the different beers that kind of trigger different memories in your head of, you know, your, your journey, if you will. Um, but I would say the first time I tried or I had really, really good beer, um, was, um, when I was in high school, it was over in Europe, uh, <laughs> in Germany, believe it or not. Mm. Um, and they took us to a brewery, um, and had the biggest stein of beer, ever um probably gained you know 15 pounds staying in germany for three weeks um, <laughs> but it was fantastic and i remember the the flavor of that beer um compared to you know what i had been drinking you know of course the uh, your bud lights and your uh, your your easy to do, your beers that you would find at every local college bar mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. i guess it'd be uh that but um yeah, that honestly started the thought, you know, started the process of me actually liking, um, wanting a better taste of beer. Um, and this is, and, and so this is when you were in high school? Yeah. So it's funny, <laughs> you know, right in Germany. So over in Europe, the, the legal drinking age is different than it is, uh, here in the United States. So, um, when we were over in Germany, Germany, their, um, drinking age, I do believe, hmm. If it was 16 or 18. Oh, wow. I, was, I think it's 16. It, yeah, because I, I would have been, it was my junior going into my senior year. Um, and um, yeah, and, and it was funny. The ironically funny part was I was on a church trip. Awesome thing. But um, it yeah. Must have, wait, it must have been Lutheran because uh, that's uh... have a Bible in one hand and a beer in the other. <laughs> right? I <laughs> mean, hey. <laughs> tried some good beer uh i think i even had like you know um i remember having um some of the darker beers there i remember having a black and tan for the first time and uh trying guinness beer because of course um had to try that but um i think we really got and obviously chris came along for a lot of this this ride because um uh we've been married for what 14 years going on 14 years mm. now this year Mm-hmm. Um, so we've kind of journeyed through it together and it's led to some really fun, uh, trips that we've planned, you know, we're vacationing, but our vacations always have a tendency to, uh, to, to fall into how many breweries can we hit over a camping weekend? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> seems to be the trend. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that started then and, um, just have been trying lots of different styles and, and funny that, um, that the type of beer that I have a tendency to not gravitate towards the, the or gravitate towards the least, I should say, is, uh, you know, some of the beers that I tried early on that I liked. Uh, IPAs I actually enjoyed first, um, even more so than Chris, which I always joke because it's like we switched our favorite beers. Mm. Uh, he didn't like IPAs. I liked IPAs. And uh, and now we're kind of flip-flopped in that. And um, and he drinks more way more IPAs than I do. Um, but I'll always try them mm-hmm. for a good cause. I'll always try. <laughs> <laughs> always try. Doing it for the beer. Yep. So, so Megan, would you say, in did you lead Chris along in his craft beer journey, or did he lead you along in in your craft beer journey, or was it actually really a mutual thing? You guys were both at the same time really going all in for this craft beer thing. Um, I think we kind of, I don't know, the one of us dragged each other in as, you know, as far as we both had tried, you know, 
I remember when I thought Blue Moon was the best beer ever. <laughs> I thought I was super fancy with my uh, my lemon or my uh, orange, orange, my orange, slice. yeah, my orange slice. <laughs> fancy. <laughs> but um, no, we had a really fantastic brewery um, when we lived in Maryland. Um, probably one of my favorite breweries, um, Duclaw Brewing. That's mm-hmm. kind of right there in the Baltimore area. Um, still to this day has has two of my favorite beers that they that they. Um, that they produce so sweet um, baby jesus and yep yeah <laughs> sweet baby jesus and dirty little freak those are my two favorites <laughs> uh, any of the peanut butter porters the peanut butter and chocolate you know porters and uh dirty little freaks a coconut caramel uh brown ale fantastic mm. both of them um so those are always my go-to if i can't find you know like if i see that on the shelf um if I have to go, I'm going somewhere to get beer. I always grab those for my go-tos. Um, okay. And conveniently, we always get those in Ohio. So if I'm at the grocery store with my brother getting stuff while I'm visiting home, I will typically grab something from Duclaw too. Okay. Nice. Good. All right. So Sarah, what would you say? Uh, when did you discover craft beer? And uh, let's let us know your story. Oh. Well, we were together. <laughs> of course, I want to see if I want to see if you're correct in when you uh, oh, discovered craft brother. beer. <laughs> no. We were uh, we we're what twenty one, and we lived up on the Sound in around the Seattle area, the Puget Sound, and they had this wonderful brewery, uh, Thomas Kemper, back then. And before that, we never had craft beer, um, but they had this wonderful blueberry dark blueberry lager Mm -hmm. and i it was just had just enough blueberry to make it oh smooth and sweet and it was my favorite beer then every time we went up there which is just about every weekend (laughs) i would get the blueberry lager Mm -hmm. yeah it was this i've mentioned this many times in fact in the first episode i recorded i talk about our craft beer journey so as sarah mentioned we we kind of went through this together. We both drank beer uh, back in the times when I was in the Navy. Uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. And so we often would prefer to be able to get the most for our money. And that was just, you know, the the, the more domestic lagers and stuff that you can get, you know, fairly cheap. But when we discovered this you know craft brewery right outside the base uh we had and as i mentioned it wasn't it was the beer was fantastic the beer had flavor the first time that you would drink a beer and be able to say wow this beer is actually enjoyable to drink and not just drinking it to get to the end result of feeling kind of buzzed and you know hanging out and and getting a little bit you know crazy with your friends and it was also the experience of being at the brewery. It was. It had a nice outdoor space. It horseshoes had horseshoes and, and uh, darts and volleyball. It had all kinds of things to go on. We'd go and and we you know we'd go there for the afternoon, and we'd get some beers and we'd spend the whole afternoon out at this brewery and just had a great time. So it was a whole package of what that whole pub like uh, community was that that grabbed us and so that was pretty much sarah's and i we both had the same introduction to craft beer at the same time and yeah so we we kind of started our beer journey at you know right at the same same moment which is nice and here's what's amazing is that 
back as Sarah mentioned, her favorite beer at that brewery was the dark lager, the blueberry dark lager. Uh, and it was good. I enjoyed it too. They also had a great raspberry Hefeweizen, but that beer was, or raspberry wheat, that beer was good for if you had one, but it had too much sweetness to it. So it, it often would be overbearing if you had more than one. It wouldn't be the same experience. And they had other styles, but really their lagers, I thought, were the key, the key uh, beers that they made. And as, as I've mentioned before, that brewery, Thomas Kemper has gone, was purchased by, acquired by Pyramid Brewing back in the mid 90s. And then a couple years after that, they got uh, shut down and, and they absorbed into it and they no longer existed. But now the brewer, um, Kemper, of the Thomas and Kemper, he is, uh, he's the head, you know, he's the owner of Chuckanut Brewing, which every single year wins medals at the great american beer festival for their loggers and they do a complete all logger brewery out in the outside of seattle area in bellingham or bellevue bellingham or bellevue i can't remember one of those two so yeah so it's kind of uh, it's kind of interesting that that we started our our craft beer journey together and at the same time at a very young age in our legal drinking age but don't don't get us wrong we started drinking way before we were legal to drink but uh, our craft beer journey did start at, at legal 21 uh, age. So I'm going to go with this next question to Sarah because we just learned that her first introduction to craft beer was lagers. So Sarah, uh, do you still enjoy drinking lagers? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I, No, I do not like anything light. Um, I call lagers lawnmower beers because Denny's like oh you have to try this you have to try this and I'm like I can't even smell it I can't even taste it I the beer styles I like are IPAs double triple <laughs> I love stouts I love porters um, sours oh summertime I just want sours yeah I prefer beers that are extremely hoppy very bitter have strong flavors um, those are my favorites. Okay. Which, if you had to pick one style, if you IPA. had to pick one style, IPA would be I your favorite? I would drink IPAs. Yep. Okay. Well, good. Is there any style? I mean, you don't hate lagers, do you? Yes. Okay. So one style she really dislikes is lagers. All right. Megan, how do, how are you, how do you fit in here? Is there certain beers? I mean, we already kind of learned a few beer styles that you really enjoy, but did you have a turnaround you mentioned having a little bit of a turnaround, and so explain to us. You went from German beers that you really that you were introduced to that you really enjoyed. Uh, now, have you shifted away from that? And now you just pretty much drink just all sours. Um. Well, I think also too, it kind of has a lot to do with where we've lived, and also kind of the temperature outside. Because you know, you, you kind of mentioned it as far as like the sours in the summertime. Um. You know, when we're when we lived in Ohio and or even in Maryland. Um, you know, in the, in the, the fall months and in the winter months, I am very much a pumpkin beer. Um, I love all of my porters and, um, you know, brown ales are fantastic, but sours, Berliners, um, you know, Goza's, all of those beers, um, are, are what I drink a lot of here when it's hot, mm -hmm. um, because they're lighter. Um, 
I call them boat beer, or you like to refer to them <laughs> as boat beer. Um, yeah, any of those ones. Um, and I even had a, a stint there for a couple of years where, unfortunately, I had to explore the uh, the uh, gluten free beer mm-hmm. section that we uh, that we that thankfully has not been. You know, there's there's some options out there for that too. But um, I kind of uh, I know what I'm getting into when I'm drinking. It's it's for like I said, it's for a good cause, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though uh, I know it's going to mess with my stomach. But um, yeah. yeah, the probably sours are my absolute favorite. The more sour, the better. Um, but definitely love my peanut butter porters and um, you know your stouts and and all of those too. And and really with IPAs with any beer, and Chris will attest to this. I will try any beer, mm-hmm. um, even if I know and and I'll turn up my nose usually at your barrel aged. Um, because they're so boozy, yeah. um, I am I am big on smell. So if I smell it and and I already have this 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 booziness to it, I'm less less inclined to try it. Uh, maybe I'll try a little bit, but I already know there's going to be that reaction. So yeah. Chris will literally watch for the face <laughs> because he knows I'm not gonna I'm probably not going to care for it. So he waits to see if I'm going to make the face. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm going to give her a beer, I'm hoping it's going to give her the chills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. completely different look on my face when it's something that I really enjoy <laughs> as opposed to something that you know I'm gonna try because it's there and I'm not gonna, and I want to be able to say that you know I've tried it at least and mm-hmm. I can then say well maybe I'm not so much of a fan of this but um but some of those IPAs though I will say IPAs um the more I'm trying now the more I'm starting to like them a little bit more than I used to um, you know, like I said, I, I liked IPAs. I liked double IPAs uh, early on. Um, I liked that citrus, you know, that 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 style. Um, and uh, then they got, I feel like they all started to taste a little bit the same for a little mm-hmm. while there. They yeah. were very, you know, that grassy, just, you know. But now I feel like IPAs have gotten, um, you know, they're, they're, they've just done a lot with them. You know, there's, there's different variations um, to them and they're coming off very smooth. Um, and so though I have been enjoying some IPAs that I actually do like. So again, maybe my, maybe my taste will evolve as, uh, as you know, people get their stuff together and make good beers. What do we we always say about beer styles that you don't like? If you don't like it, you just haven't tried the right one. Well, yeah, yeah, but you still don't like sours. That's not entirely true. No, no, he he likes some sours. I've seen it on his untapped. You're currently drinking a Berliner Weiss that I had just adore right it's the mm-hmm. best best one ever i could drink bombers of this by myself and i frequently and you do, have. Seen you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah but uh for florida florida is very uh we drink a lot of berliners chris drinks a lot of berliners here yeah, yeah. i love berliner vice i love i love yeah. gozas and berliner vice are probably my mm-hmm. two favorite sours right now i i think for me because they don't sour my stomach as quickly as a regular sour does and I've become more sensitive to the acid in some of those really strong sours oh, that yeah. I just can't, I, you know, even if I drink one, I'll be, I'll be affected by it all night long. And I have trouble sleeping because I'm burping up acid burps and uh-huh. stuff. And, and, uh, but Goza's and Berliner Weiss, they, they're, they don't have that same effect on me. So I, I tend to gravitate to those myself that I, I love those styles. They're really good. Yeah, we learned the hard way. Uh, I think it was last summer. Uh, we we tried to go to a sour fest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, not a not worth your money. And the fact that by you know, I, 
like we were there for an hour, maybe a little over an hour. And I think we were, I felt like we were just one big gas bubble mm-hmm. walking Ooh. around. Yeah. yeah yep. You can't, you can't keep drinking those. So you have to yeah. pace those out. Even with food, it, it doesn't offset it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like one of those festivals where you eat the food, but you should take Tums like every Yeah, every – yeah. Seriously. <laughs> oh. So we had a couple of years ago, uh, one of the local breweries here in the Boise area, Payette, they had a sour beer fest. And they not only was it a sour beer fest, but it was an expensive sour beer fest. They wanted you to pay like $60 to get into this beer festival. And I'm like, what the hell are they thinking – $60 to get into a sour beer festival where you're not going to be able to drink that much beer because it's just going to overcome your stomach, right? You just can't you just can't drink that much sour beer. And I said there's no way it's going to succeed. Sure enough, they I think they had it one year and they haven't had it again because I just don't think the turnout was worth the effort that they put in to to bringing all these sour beers into the area uh to drink. So uh I mean good good thought just didn't you know, you just can't charge an uh, arm and a leg to get into a, a very uh, tough to to handle beer style. I want to say ours was expensive though too. Ours was sixty bucks. Yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, but it was. I think it was the location and because um, it was actually at a um, Cajun on the Bayou, which is this fantastic Cajun restaurant. Um, and you got food as part of it. So um, I think that was probably the thing we enjoyed the most. I mean, there was some good sours, but really um, they had a, a couple things against them. You know, they had predominantly all sours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in the summertime here in Florida outside under tents with minimal airflow and excessive amounts of people. Not a good combination. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol, sweaty people. Yeah. And, uh... Not only did the beer taste sour, but everything smelled sour. Yeah. 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 That doesn't sound fun. Doesn't sound fun. Okay. No, no. So one more, uh, we have a couple more questions really quickly. Now, Megan, if, if the answer you already gave is your answer, that's fine. But uh, I, I always like to ask, what is currently – what is your favorite brewery and what draws you to that brewery? So, Megan, you already mentioned that still your favorite brewery when you go there is Duclaw. Is that, is that your overall favorite brewery? Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite brewery. Um, I think, you know, honestly, um, there is um, some breweries, uh, local breweries here that are my go-tos that, that are, you know, I, typically here it's um, – Brew Bus is a one that we go to a lot because they have a lot of beers that I am really enjoying. And, and and honestly, since we've moved here, um, we've watched that brewing company. I didn't like their beers at first, honestly. And, and just over the last two years, their beers have gotten phenomenal and they've brought on more sours and, and, and you know, not just the basics and they've gotten a lot better. Um, and then we have Hidden Springs here. That's also, mm-hmm. you know, one of my favorites. Um, okay. But as far as beers, breweries that I really liked to go to, um, when I, when I can, um, you know, if we do get home to Maryland, um, we, we will, we usually will jump into Duclaw, but Duclaw with the funny part with Duclaw was Duclaw was more of a restaurant, um, that we went to, but they just had really good beers. Um, but I would say a brewery that's probably my favorite one to go to. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I would say when we went to Asheville, mm-hmm. um, was that last year? Um, 
one of the breweries that I really liked um, that we kind of, that I always go back to and always recommend it to people. And I don't know that Chris felt the same way about this, but I really liked Highwire Brewing that was there. Okay. Um, they, um, they had probably one of my favorite beers that I had, that I had also had. Uh, they had a tropical sour weiss that I really loved um, <laughs> that was there. So um, I don't know. I would say maybe there or um, when I go home to the Akron area, uh, Thirsty Dog is always good too when we can get there as okay. well. Hop and Frog, you usually hear me talk about Hop and Frog because <laughs> they distribute more. But, yeah. but Thirsty Dog, um, they have some really good beers as well. They're just not in the best part of town. So I typically don't want to go there by myself um, when I'm visiting. Um, so I always end up at Hop and Frog. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. So Sarah, do you have a favorite brewery? And if you do, what draws you to this brewery? Actually, I think I'm going to say two. Well, first okay. of all, it has to be a legion because they make the best variety of pumpkin beers. And it's, you know. <laughs> yeah, and but you said your favorite was double IPAs. Well, I love they double, make good IP double IPs too. Well, they make great IPA <laughs> pumpkin beers. So yeah, there's there's that. But no, um, it's up in the Seattle area. And then my other brewery I really love in the Seattle area is actually it's a gluten free brewery, Ghostfish. Yeah, they make the best grapefruit IPA, and they're, they have a pumpkin stout. They have all these wonderful beers that are just amazing. And Denny can't even tell the difference that they're between the gluten-free and the regular beers. Yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned just, them before. Oh, they're uh, amazing. Actually, they just started um, delivering in our area mm -hmm. now. Yeah, you and have a four-pack of their grapefruit IPA, IPA in the fridge. In the fridge. <laughs> I do. I was so excited um, when they started delivering here. So those are my two favorite. Okay, and and the reason you like them is because they provide the beers that you enjoy drinking. They do. Okay. I mean, pumpkin beers are my favorite. I mean, yeah, I have to say, Elysian has the most pumpkin beers of any other right. brewery. I they think they have such a great variety. They have like five different pumpkin beers they release yes. every year. <laughs> we had that locally in Akron too. Um, a brewery that had just kind of started right before we moved. Um, I remember they had on, I want to say they had like four or five pumpkins on as well. And, um, and they infused apple into some of their beers Ooh. too, which was fantastic. Mm. Um, that's one place I haven't gotten to visit since I've been, you know, anytime I visited back, but they're growing too. So that might be a good one to check out down the line too. Yeah, mm. that sounds good. Okay. So Sarah, do you have any favorite food beer pairing? Is there anything that you, is there a beer and a certain food that you just like to go together? Or do you just like drinking beer and, f and eating food separate? Okay, well, there's two. Oh, you have two. I okay. Have two. Okay. First, of course, my favorite food of all time is pumpkin. <laughs> so pumpkin pie and pumpkin beer, of course. That is really good together. And then I love beer floats, ice cream yeah, and beer. Yeah. That would be, those are my two favorites. Okay, you have a, okay which ice cream and which beer do you like well, together? I love uh, like a chocolate stout. The Young's Double Chocolate Stout. With Haagen-Dazs With Hagen dazs coffee. coffee ice cream. Yep. Yes. I, okay, yes. I might have to try that. <laughs> it's a great I, combo. We just have to find a good vegan coffee ice cream now, and I could have that. But, oh, that's the best. Okay. I'll, I will agree with you that I, I do enjoy the 
the ice cream and beer mm -hmm. the, and the and the pairing that you mentioned was was really good okay megan how about you you have a a food beer pairing that you just absolutely love um i would say and it's it i think more recently um and it's funny because i'm looking at it right now because chris had one um i like eating um uh flan and brown ales oh yeah the combination of the two is fantastic and um we have um, a, a local friend of ours here that uh, in the Tampa area that makes the best flan. Um, and so we literally, we went specifically to, um, when we got dinner tonight, we specifically stopped by a store that uh, carries his flan um, and stocked up on it. Because it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Yum. Nice. Yeah, that sounds good. That, that could be a good pairing for sure. I like that. Yeah. I had a mango flan with a brown ale oh, before the yeah. show started. <laughs> Yeah, that caramel. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, the it's the topping. The, yeah, the the caramelized topping is like to die for too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's a reason why they only make, they make them very small because if they didn't, um, I would probably eat a lot more. Like, they, they, you know, they think you're you're being you're being healthy by eating just that oh, small. Oh no no no, honey, don't. <laughs> any of our friends who are who are of the uh, Latino descent. They'll make you a big They one. make the big fly, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> All right. One one last question and we'll let you off the hook. So Megan, if you had your choice and you could name either or both, whatever you want, a beer or a brewery, you can name it. What would what would you call it? What would you call a beer if you could name it? Or what could you what would you call a brewery? Well, any? it's funny because I, I read that as, as maybe a question that we would have tonight. And, uh, and for some reason, and this, I mean, honestly, we, we know what Chris and I do for a living. So this probably makes a little more sense. Yeah. Um, so it's funny because the words, uh, Wolfen house came up and so Wolfen house brewing. Yeah. So you think cool. about it, <laughs> we have dogs and I am German background. So I, I'm part German. So I just thought it was kind of funny, just for whatever reason it popped into my head. So. Uh, actually, that is a fantastic name, and I'm glad that you had that. That's perfect. That's a perfect, uh, perfect answer there. I like that. Wolfenhaus, Haas. Mm -hmm. yeah. So okay. So now let's, let's see if Sarah can. Uh, can... I can't top that. <laughs> oh, you can't top that. No, you I have just anything? saw the question like a couple minutes ago, and he goes, "Figure it out," and I'm like, I said, "You have time. You have five uh, minutes, honey." <laughs> Probably not tonight. <laughs> I have no idea. No, what I would... no uh, funny beer name. Oh, I mean, nothing that comes to your mind. See, or brewery. I mean, you said Wonder Woman brewery, but well, that was yeah. Yeah, if if it was full of a bunch of Wonder Women, that'd well, be no. nice. But uh... I, I really don't know. Okay, All I right. know. Well, Megan, you win. You, win. you are the Woo. winner. You had the. That was a great name. <laughs> <laughs> it's fitting because that. What do we hear all the time in our house? Yeah, yep. a lot Wolfen of woofing. That's maybe we should do something. And they make like me drink. That. So. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> we need to figure out something named with a cat's because if you couldn't notice, our cat was in here meowing earlier. No, no one can hear him. Okay, good. He's silent. No, he must have been quietly meowing, or at least yeah. not near he the want, microphone. He wants to get his second serving of food tonight because we feed him in portions, and he knows that it is time, because the daylight savings time is messed up. You know what? Daylight savings time messes up cats worse than anything else in the world, I swear, <laughs> because they have a set schedule, and doesn't they don't understand daylight savings time. 
So when we fall back an hour, no, they want their damn food at the time that they in the morning. Yeah, uh-huh. what they, they, well, they remind me if I haven't fed them yet too. I hear them yelling. <laughs> Absolutely, because we have kitties too. Yeah. Uh, so they remind so, me. Yeah. So he he wants food, but uh, we're almost done. We're almost done. All right. Well, thank you both for all of your great. Uh, insight into your craft beer journeys. I, I We really appreciate that. I know our listeners will appreciate it too. I have one last thing I want to talk about before we close this show out. Sarah and I watched a documentary this weekend. The documentary was on Netflix. It's called The Truth About Alcohol. Have either of you guys uh, watched this yet? No. no. Okay. This is a very interesting documentary. Uh, science-based. Uh, they take a look at a lot of the myths and some of the other claims that people claim that, you know, alcohol uh, is, you know, good or bad or uh, how to overcome uh, hangovers or whatever. They take all these different myths and things and they, and they try to either prove them or debunk them using science and using scientific methods to, to you know, to, to do this. And uh, it's a really interesting 55-minute uh, documentary. I recommend that anyone that's curious about some of the myths you've heard, like, you know, uh, I don't know, that men can handle alcohol better than women and, and big 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 jocks can handle their alcohol better than skinny jocks or whatever. Uh, there's a lot of science that goes in to, that actually explains why this is true, and they do different experiments. It's fun to watch, and I recommend in our check it out section that you go check out the truth about alcohol. And uh, one of the things though, that is a little bit disturbing is they do uh, have this recommended per week, maximum alcohol consumption uh, for men that has been reduced since uh, they, they announced this thing, uh, you know, several years ago. So, uh, so yeah, since the nineties, they used to have a certain amount that was recommended for men, and and then and it was always more than women, which is good because men like to drink. Uh, but now they they they've reduced it. So find out, go watch and find out how much alcohol you can safely drink per week, without uh, endangering your liver uh, and promoting uh, your body to get cancer faster. Well, I got I got to know, Denny, were you above or below that limit? Oh. Oh, we're above. No, I'm not above. Sarah's not above. Sarah, uh, you might be. You might no. be above too. No. Yeah, I think you might be above too. I, I'm way above, but Sarah was probably close to being above the limit too. No, because there are some weeks I don't drink at all. Yeah, but it's the average. Yeah, <laughs> no. you make up for it. There you go. No, I'm. Yeah, so I won't be able to drink as much now on the show because Sarah's put the whip down on me. Uh, I'm hoping that she'll forget in about a no. week or two, and then I'll be able to go back to my normal self. But now I'm on a strict diet of not as much alcohol as I was drinking before. Well, I'll they tell you this it much. quite a bit. Did they? <laughs> if you remember, the Blair Witch Project was also supposed to be a documentary, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was found footage. That's different. <laughs> yeah, so I'll I'll let you take that as you will. <laughs> All right. Okay, so that's it. End of the show. Before we close this thing out, it's the time to give an opportunity to raise a glass to anyone out there you want to raise a glass to. So Chris and Megan, who would you like to raise a glass to tonight? 
Mm, I don't know. Chris. All right. So um, I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to go with the answer that I would, I'm sure we would all come up with is just, I want to raise a glass, Megan, to you and to you, Sarah, for coming on and, and uh, sharing your craft beer journey with us. So thank you very much and cheers to you both uh, for coming on and, and sharing that with us. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And, I, and I'm going to cheers right along with Chris. I had the same exact uh, toast to give out because uh, as we both learned, as we all learned from each other, our craft beer journeys aren't done alone. They're done with people and the people that we share it with, that makes the craft beer journey even better. And both you and Megan and Sarah and I, we have traveled along in our craft beer journey together and we've equally shared in the experiences. So cheers to uh, great wives and great husbands and great friends and drinking partners for many, many more years for sure. All right, and I have one last toast to give out to all those servicemen and women out there protecting our freedoms. I want to uh, give a toast to you. I want you to return home safely to your families very soon, and thank you very much for your service. And Chris, why don't you go ahead and give a toast out to our sponsor? Absolutely. So I want to raise a glass to B Cups, the supplier of outdoor craft beer cups, for partnering up with us. And I encourage our listeners to go visit their site at bcups.net. That's B-C-U-P-S dot net. Or go check out their other, other things they've got going on at fermentedreality.com. And you can check out the world's first full line of style-specific plastic beer cups for people on the go. Whether you're hanging out on the beach or by the pool or hiking in the wilderness or even enjoying some time on the boat, B-cups are great for any place you can't use standard glassware. Excellent. Well done. We're looking, we're looking forward to breaking those out near our pool here yeah. in the, hopefully in the next uh, two weeks. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Now, Megan, you got to hold Chris. Chris told me he was going to be doing a special video alongside the pool with his B cups. So make sure you help him out with that and, and get it done. Oh, absolutely. Like I okay. said, it's, it's, yeah. it's Denny, you know cost, I always so. have yeah. my B cups out of the pool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, you can find the beers and uh, links to articles mentioned on the show in the show notes located on the show post at openforumradio.com. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at Loose Grew. And Chris, how can our listeners follow you? So you can find me on Twitter at Chris underscore McKenzie82 or untapped and Instagram at MCK1345. And of course, you can always find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tap the craft all right and i do i understand correctly megan that do you actually have an untapped account i do however um i've gotten lazy in the last um two years two years uh no what happens is you know i started off strong with it i'll go to beer events and i try to at least get in the habit of when I have a really good beer or a notable beer, I'll, I'll go on there. But yeah, I, uh, I do have an account. Um, I'd have to look at what she it actually is. She doesn't know her name. <laughs> okay. Don't it's worry. Like, I'm not going to yeah. hold you accountable. Just send it to me so I can follow you so I can pay attention to all those great beers you, you, uh, you yes, check into. It, I'll, uh, I'll make sure maybe don't hold me a little bit accountable for my, uh, going on there and, and actually rating because it was funny. Um, it, that was always my go-to way of trying new beers. Um, you know, it got that way when we'd hit any of the um, bottle shops here. 
is I'd always go into Untapped and say, okay, what did I rate this, or, or what did what did everybody else rate this? I should say um, before I'd buy it sometimes to make make a little bit of a better decision, um, you know, with everything too. And it hadn't steered me wrong yet, so that's usually a good thing. Good sign. Oh, good, good, yeah, yeah. We need to have a lot more people on Untapped. I enjoy that social media beer craft beer drinking application it's great all right well hey it is last call it's time to bring the show to a close we want to thank all of our great listeners for downloading and listening to the show we ask you to please tell a friend and of course subscribe on itunes or stitcher radio or tune in or google play or however you listen to your podcast and as a reminder we release a new episode every two weeks now go out there and spread the good word of craft beer Cheers. 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 Cheers.